0: Hello, and welcome to the No Good Poetry Podcast. Each week we talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly of poetry. This is episode
1: 102 with... Joseph Makos and...
0: Joseph Beavenou. This is the
1: good, bad, and the ugly, isn't it? So it's the day
0: after Poetry Fest.
1: It is indeed. And there's a bird chirping outside that sounds like it's imitating the sound of a car alarm.
0: And that would be a pleasant car alarm. <laughs> but <laughs> but we have two guests with us. Uh Mark Stadman, who we had on here before and we have with us also Joseph Leese. Um Mark you all know who Mark is but so we're not going to give him a bio but we'll read we'll read Joseph's <laughs> bio here. <laughs> Joseph Leese Joseph oh we're going to try that again. Joseph Leese's critically acclaimed books of poetry include Testify and Broken World from Coffee House Press. His poems have appeared in many anthologies, including Postmodern American Poetry, a Norton Anthology, and the Best American Poetry. He's a professor of writing and literature at California College of the Arts and lives in Oakland with the poet Donna de la Perriere. How are y'all doing today? Do you want a bio too, Mark? I want a bio. (laughs) All right.
1: (laughs) Mark Statman's most recent books of poetry are That Train Again, Lavender, Inc. 2015, A Map of the Winds, Lavender, Inc. 2017, and Tourist at a Miracle, Hanging Loose, 2010. His translations include Never Made in America, Selected Poetry of Martin Barillematos, Diogos, 2017, Black Tulips, The Selected Poems of Jose Maria, Hinojosa, University of New Orleans Press 2012. The first English language translation of The Significant Poet of the Spain's Generations of 1927, and with Pablo Medina, a translator of Federico Garcia Lorca's A Poet in New York, Grove 2018. Statman's poetry, essays, and translations have appeared in 14 anthologies, as well as such publications as New American Writing, Tin House, Tupelo Quarterly, Hanging Loose, Ping Pong, and American Poetry Review, a recipient of the awards... From the NEA and National Writers Project, he is emeritus professor of literary studies at Eugene Lang College of Liberal Arts, The New School, and lives in San Pedro, Isla Huaca, Isla and Oaxaca de Juarez, Mexico. Mark Statman,
2: <laughs> amigo
0: mio, gracias. So y'all both have y'all okay. both have new books out. We both have.
3: We m- both have new books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Mine is exile home, Joseph's.
3: The Body, the Body Ghost,
2: Ghost, which is my f- a gorgeous book.
0: It really is. This is really nice looking.
2: I've been I've been admiring Joseph's work since so we we um, met in nineteen seventy-eight uh, when we were at college and I've been admiring and jealous of his work for we've just, just realised it's like forty years that we have more than forty years. More than forty years that we've been, we yeah. been friends <laughs> and it's been and, a mutual
3: admiration.
2: Well, you steal from me
3: um, sometimes. Sure. And I steal
2: from you all the time. <laughs> <laughs> right.
3: So. Uh, I never yeah. knew that.
2: You told me once we were talking about. Yeah, no, about, I've, I've definitely oh, stolen from you. No, we were. Joseph and I were talking. Before Joseph and I, before yeah, I moved well, out to I Mexico. i my favorite poets. Joseph, it's, it's Joseph a real and I were thing, talking. And he, I never knew this, though. And he said to me, you know, I stole these lines. And then he, and he Wait, recited actual the, lines? Yeah, you did said. I? Yeah, yeah, I did. From, from uh, that first little chapbook the I The Red Skyline. The Red Skyline. Mark
3: did a really beautiful uh, chapbook in the mid-'80s, The Red Skyline. Um, and it just, you know, it was a small edition, um, really smart poems. And it, it definitely, uh, I feel like it captured something about the mid-'80s in this weird way that I, I just love. And... Uh, that was a long time ago. I mean, with it, the work that... So I have three books with Coffeehouse Press, and the newest one being The Body Ghost. And, and uh, the work that I've done in these three books is, um, you know, mostly uh, since 1999. There's a kind of beginning in my work somewhere around 1999. Um, but a lot of stuff happened before that, too, of course. And... Uh, you know, Mark was a big part of of the the starting out part, and I th- I think I was for you too.
2: You were. I didn't. I didn't. <clears throat> I didn't know what it meant to be a poet. I had no idea. And and then I was at we were at Columbia together, and there's this whole group of incredibly good writers. Um, Tori. Was, was Dent. A, was Tory Dent who was part of us. Peter Smith was in mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the Chris. Hawthorne. Chris was who was an incredible influence for me. Yeah. Um me too. And um and what we got to do to we got to be poets together, which I didn't know how to I I got to, I knew how to be a poet by myself, but I got to be around these folks and and um you know, in those days when you were undergraduate, you're like, "What am I going to do after I do this? Like, am I going to go to law school? Am I going to do this?" Right. And and you and and you and Chris mainly, I think most of all, and, mm-hmm. and Tori mm-hmm. to a certain extent, um, told me that like we could be poets, we could just do that, and like all the other stuff was going to happen anyhow one way or another it was going to happen. Yeah. yeah. And so we, we spent a lot of time just, I don't know what it was that we did, but we, <laughs> but we, we were just being, so you guys asked us to think about bridges and, 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 and how, and history, and history. And I think that one of the things that, 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 um, over time, that I learned, yeah, I learned how to be a poet. Um, and I learned that poetry was going to be it or nothing, yeah, mm-hmm. there wasn't any other life to have, yeah there were girlfriends, there was this, there was that, but, but, but poetry was
3: yeah constant. i mean and 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 the fact that um we both were thinking that way when we were you know really just kids, you know it's uh it's weird to me now many, many years later, you know, to think, well. What were the things? Cause like, in one sense, we were a little bit, tiny bit sophisticated. And in another sense, we were completely clueless, right? I mean, we were, <laughs> totally you know, clueless. 18 year olds, you know, whatever. <laughs> and, uh, it was, it was an amazing time in New York. Obviously, it was the, well, 1978.
2: Um, we, but I, and, I remember. And, but even remember when you were up in Boston. I remember we went. Where did we see Jonathan Richmond? Oh, no, I don't know. We saw John, and I remember. I remember Jonathan Richmond came up to us. Came, came up to us afterwards. and went, "You guys are great." I have no idea. <laughs> see, I have he, no memory of this. It, I have I, no Jonathan, Jonathan Richmond is a very like, nice man. I know, I remember
3: that. But.
0: but he just like came up to us. He's like, "You guys are great." I was like, "We are." Thanks, Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, y'all y'all. Are Have you, y'all read at the thing too or something? No, or no? no, we you were do, like in y'all? the audience.
3: He was, we were just, I don't know. He <laughs> was probably playing to a relatively intimate audience and we were probably sending him a lot of love from the audience. Um. Are you guys Jonathan Richmond fans? Because yeah, I, I don't like, wanna, you, man, yeah. you do? Yeah. yeah. I mean, people, I think, I think Jonathan Richmond was, uh, I think he was way ahead of his time.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah,
3: Joe isn't saying anything about Jonathan Richmond. You have a Jonathan Richmond opinion? Not really. No, man. Yeah. You
2: know. Never really went that direction. Yeah. He was incredible. But, but, I, but he, was- well,
3: there were moments. I mean, that when I wasn't listening to Einstedt then there was Jonathan, you know. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, uh, one thing about Jonathan Richmond, the first time I ever got in a conversation with him, because he's very, you probably know this about him, he's very approachable. Yeah. So you go to one of his shows and you end up, I mean, if you want to, and I always wanted to. Hanging out. You him. end up hanging out with him. So the first time I saw him, uh, was in Chicago at some tiny club. This would have been in seventy nine, maybe spring of seventy-nine, winter, I don't know. And my then girlfriend knew that I was like madly in love with Jonathan Richmond and she was like trying to, you know, convince him that, you know how how fer- yeah, how fervent my <laughs> admiration for him was. And then she said, uh uh, like to establish my, you know, credibility, she said. And he's a tough critic. And Jonathan said, "I used to be a tough critic, but I softened up." <laughs> and I thought, "That's the man." <laughs> I liked that.
2: <laughs> um,
3: yeah, but that, was, that that reminds that it, was but that was yeah, part that, of like that was, was part this, of his greatness. But also his his openness. But also to, this yeah. is and
2: this is a part of what um, Joseph and what Joseph has done for me over the years, which is to say. Introduced me to someone like Jonathan Richmond because I had no, I didn't, I, I didn't listen to, it. but but we did all these things. Um, I'll tell a, a tiny story about Uh-oh. the. No, no, this is like we should we, have gone over. We should, we should
3: have. We should have reviewed <laughs> this stuff. We should have cleared so, some so more stuff. fun this way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I
2: know, My, my first, my first no net. My <laughs> critical <laughs> exposure from Joseph was um, we were so so. I had submitted some some stuff to the. Um, Columbia Review. I wasn't part. You were much more intimately at, at first, more than I was, and um, but I got to see the comments, and and
1: Uh-oh. Joseph
2: Joseph's comments Uh-oh. were, why are we reading these bad? See, you, I, you, you do have no memory you, you know, you, he you, could
3: say anything no, no, right no, no, now no, no, and I can't no, no, no. defend myself <laughs> was, he was like, he was like I, I,
2: it, was a, it was a very bad poem I had submitted to the review I'm and sure it was, was, and <laughs> it was it was bad it, no it was bad it and was, I'm
3: sure I didn't say what he says I said no,
2: no, no. <laughs> See, why are we why are we considering these bad versions of Louise Verrez Rambo translations? Oh. and I was like <laughs> and I and I saw those comments and I was like I was cut to the heart
3: I'm, but, I'm actually but, a pretty nice person I've, I've, great, <laughs> I used but, to be no, a hard no, no, critic but, 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 but I've but softened but up what <laughs> I want to say is that,
2: is that, 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 that Joseph taught me one thing that, that you've taught me more than anything else is you've taught me to be rigorous and we should, we should like actually read some poems when I published um, um, uh, Map of the Winds right, um, Bill Lavender said to me it was my first uh, book of poems with Bill and Bill said, you just do whatever, you know, you can, you have as much space as you want, da, da, da. And Joseph, and, and, and I, and I, and I, this is, I put everything together, and Joseph came back to me. I was at, I was at the, okay, I, was at, first I was at the of VCCA, all. hold on, <laughs> I was at the VCCA, and Joseph, I was at, the, I was putting this book together, and Joseph called me and said, do not publish this book. That's he not said, true. He yeah, said, it is, hold on, I'll, let me finish the story, and then you can correct it. He said, he said, it's uh-huh. got, it's got, B plus poems in it. You can only put in your A. Okay, here's the word. truth. And he, and he made me
3: cut Mark the book. Mark asked in half. me to read the manuscript. Right. And were. he insisted that I say whatever I thought and that I'd be, you know, as as Tough. direct and as unsparing as I possibly could. And I said at least three times, please don't. <laughs> Don't ask me to do this. And he kept saying, no, I really want you want to do it, this. Yes. So finally, I, I read it, and I thought, I love this book. I love it. I had written a blurb for your previous book. Yes, I loved you that. Had, you had and you. I thought, "It's. I think it's a little too long. I think there are great poems in here.
2: It's too fat.
3: And I, Yeah, and I think that they would have more room to move, more room to breathe, if you streamlined away some of the ones that were not quite as great. And so I called him in uh, wherever, because you told me to call you. you t-
2: well, you, I didn't just, he was having like he was in the pool, like an emergency and I was, yeah, room. no, it was like no this, it's like, no, you, oh, but you man, were so insane, because I
3: had. So now I understand how people um, get turned into characters, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's stories they get turned into characters. <laughs> First at Columbia, I was this, you know, arrogant, you know, twerp, and then later, I was this imperious guy calling
2: <laughs> from. always the best.
0: I was I was very friend. generous, no, and were I was. Well, I hear loyal. I hear Mark saying that he appreciates that you're you that you're so a hard loyal. ass on him. You were I'm so I'm, loyal I'm, 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 I'm you. a hard
3: ass on myself too, no, though, and, you, and, and I'm a hard and, ass on all the people I love. But. And and
2: Joseph is a is an incredible um, reviser. And You and Kenneth ta- have taught me Kenneth Koch um, taught me so much about revision, and which I think a lot of poets don't want to do. I think we learn from each other. You know, I don't want to
3: make it sound like... I mean, we we definitely... I've definitely learned from you, too. That's what we started out saying, and I want to underline it, you know. um, Always feel like you've had a voice uh, in your poetry since, certainly since the Red Skyline, you know, uh, that I've always loved and always felt it invigorates me. It gives me energy, you know. It gives me um, a certain amount of... It's very... um, in a tough-minded way, it's very life-affirming. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, something that I think is actually pretty rare, uh, rarer than one thinks in poetry. That could be a long sidebar conversation. We don't have to have it. Um, but I know that as with anything, like if you're talking about, you know, one kind of poetry or one tone in poetry or whatever you're talking about, um, there are ways of doing it well, obviously, right? And there are ways of doing it less well. And I think Mark's work is life-affirming in a way that really earns every, you know, everything that it, that it wants. And, uh, and it wants a lot and it earns a lot. And,
2: uh, we talked the other uh, So, day, we,
3: you know, we've always inspired each other. We talked you know, the other day sure. that,
2: that you and I are willing to use the word soul.
3: Yes, we did say that, and it is true. It can be found in our books... I know. And you want to say? Were,
2: you want to talk about that for a second? Because I think that's a really
3: important. thing. Well, idea. I was saying uh, the other day we were at the festival. We were talking about this, and I was saying um,
2: with my book Broken World, um, which is a gorgeous, gorgeous book. Thank you. Body Ghost is, is is greater. Thank you. But 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 Broken World is a
3: great. Well, thank you, thank you, thank book. you. And I was just I before Broken World was published, I I showed. Um, the manuscript the manuscript to a friend of mine. I'm not gonna say her name, but she's wonderful and uh and you know, she said some nice things and everything, but then she said something like she said, I would never use the word soul in a poem. Because I, I had used the word soul in a few places and you know, in, in the and I, I you know, it wasn't like I was I mean I'm not I'm not writing uh, to anybody who hasn't read these poems, it's, I'm not using the word soul in the way you expect. Believe me. No, 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 you know, no, no, it's, it's like, it's,
0: it's it's. but it's,
3: it's, the idea that you can't, the idea that there are certain words that you just can't ever use. Um, but
0: is that true? I mean, do you think that's true of any words?
3: Well, there are hate words that I would never, ever use, but... I would never, but no, I think in 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 many ways, uh, a word like soul is a good example. There are also political word words. People would say, "Oh, you can't use the word capitalism in a poem, or you can't use the word patriarchy in a poem." Something. Well, if you make it new, if you yeah, make it, depends it fresh, depends how you use it, right? Yeah, it absolutely <laughs> depends how you use it. That's right. That's right. You know, I think a lot of people um, just think, "Well, it's a shortcut." You know, if I don't use it, then I can't get. Blame, no one will blame me for having used it If I can and it's also part of workshop Culture, right, yeah. like that thing Of like, people are supposed to look At other people's poems and just be like Find the one word that sticks out And be like, well this word, you know You should cut this word, and but, but, why but, but I mean, but, why not be that, well, why not Say a, that's an interesting word that you chose To do that, that took a risk, let's think about What's going yeah. on there
2: But, here's, but here's, here's another side of it Like um, Like your America poem Right, which is. Which we do not have with us. Which we don't have with us. <laughs> but I want to say something about it, because I heard, because when I heard you read it, the first time I ever heard it read, I was like, Dan, you just took on Ginsburg. Because you, you, yeah, like, I wanted, how can you write a poem called you read, America? Called yeah. America, and it's, I mean, Alan owns it. It's like, it's like, you know, it's like certain. Things get charged, and you were willing to do that, and I think and anybody who and reads and that Alan poem knows meeting.
3: that I love Alan's poem. Oh, Alan I was close I, to I, both I, I I mean, I loved Alan. I, I, didn't, I didn't really I know. I, I had spent one afternoon with him, which was a beautiful afternoon, but, um, but anybody who reads the poem would know that, how much that I admire his poem. Yeah, but it's, it's not, not like an it's attempt an to. At all, it's well, like, it's not. It's they would just, I'm just saying they would know that. Uh, it's it's not an argument against him in any way. No, it's but just, it's, but 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 and, but and, and I doing love something his really audacity. Well, and, right, but that's and, that, that's what you learn, you know, right. that a poet like Ginsberg gives later poets permission, right? You know, yeah, permission yeah, mm-hmm. to to be audacious, to be brave.
2: But he also, but and, you also, but I think that your poem. Does, I, I I you you're not going to say this, but I think your poem, your your American challenges Alan's America in a certain good way. I mean, in a a positive, like it's, it's, it's not meant as a challenge, but it's a challenge in the sense of, of, of the way we, um, you know, of pound saying to Whitman, you know, would there be commerce? I mean, you were, you were, you were, you were were opening a space that I don't think that a lot of us ever felt comfortable that we could take Alan on in that, in the way that, to honor him the way that you did. Well, thank thank you. I think. Uh,
3: I, think. <laughs> no, I think I have a question. I, I have poem. a question about New Orleans. But,
0: uh, okay. <laughs> I
3: mean, is is language poetry? I mean, I realize that now it's twenty nineteen, so you know, language poetry is not the new kid on the block anymore. But was did language poetry sort of uh, you know crash into New Orleans at any point in a way that mattered? Because I'm just asking. I
0: mean, I think. It, I mean, I think for. Any writers who were paying attention, it right. mattered yeah. everywhere. But I don't know, like, in a particular way for New Orleans. Yeah. I mean, New Orleans, I think, its poetry culture has, in a lot of ways, tried to stay outside of mm-hmm. everything else in I some weird way. I think that's beautiful. Um, I mean, I think that's really interesting. What, well, sometimes for good reasons. Sometimes <laughs> I think that's there's this, like trying hard to be an outside kind of thing hmm. um but uh, yeah i mean i think i mean i don't know like that language poetry probably i don't know i don't know does it have a big connection to new orleans no but, i'm asking yeah you, not really uh, because yeah. well i mean i don't think and did any of those people like in their heyday come down here yeah, not really not until really they were older mostly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, were t- they were doing their victory laps yeah of. um yeah.
3: Okay. Well, it was, I, the reason I asked was because, like, with the Ginsburg thing, I mean, um when I was coming up, you know, I think Mark was getting at this, you know, Ginsburg was not a cool influence in the mm-hmm. circles that I was in, and
0: not at Columbia, and not later. Well, how is Ginsburg thought of in those circles,
3: too easy, like using the word "soul." Sloppy, like roomy Sloppy, or something, yeah. like a gateway poet. Mm. Oh, high school kids love Ginsberg, but you know, smart poets love language poetry or whatever. Uh-huh. You know, or Ashbery, obviously. We you know, we're was supposed there.
2: to love John more than yeah.
3: We, than we were supposed Alan. to love Ashbery. Yeah. Well, and we and we and we, we do honor Ashbery, yeah. but I Aren't maybe sure. I was looking for a way around Ashbery. You know, maybe I'll say that, but. um I didn't really start reading Ginsberg till I was in my mid thirties. I, I mean, I had read the major yeah, poem, yeah. but I thought I knew what was up there, and I thought, okay, it's not, um, it's not interesting to me the way surrealism is interesting to me. It's not interesting. It's not you know whatever. Uh, but my mentor was Robert Creeley, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and I was going to, and I absolutely yeah. love Bob Creeley's poetry. I did then, I do now, I always will, uh, always have always will. Uh, and his poetry is tremendously accessible and at the same time it's very innovative and, you know, if you want to use this term, experimental. He was interested in language poetry. He he supported those people uh, very directly at times. was instrumental to their growing up as artists uh, and he also loved Ginsburg and loved beat yeah, poetry. Yeah. So by the time I was, I, I'll try to keep this, you know, by the time I was uh, in my mid-late 30s I felt like you know, language poetry was so influential now that it was sort of like you can't have beauty in a poem, you can't have passion in a poem, you can't say the word soul, you can't say the word body. There was a kind of puritanism that language poetry seemed yeah, to yeah. Now now that said, let me I wanna be very as diplomatic as I can. I love Ron Silliman's poetry. I love Susan Howe's poetry. There are a lot of language poets who I like very much. Um, I am grateful, so grateful that Marjorie Perloff loves my poetry. I didn't know any of that was going to happen earlier on. So I grew up sort of in the space after language poetry trying to look for a way to to write something after. A different space. A different space where I could be. Yeah, exactly. And so I thought, one of the things I thought was... Well, what would, what would it be like to be sort of taking on the projects, the political and sort of almost like cultural anthropology, ethnography like projects of Ginsburg, but if you did it after language poetry? After you did, mm-hmm. that's, that's a great yeah. way to put it. And that was poetry. really what, and it wasn't about like, Displacing Ginsberg, it wasn't about displacing language poetry. It was more about what you just said. It was about like, well, what's the what's another space?
0: Yeah, no, what's I like that a lot. Yeah, that's great. I th- I think that um, it's really interesting. I
2: I you you and I haven't talked enough about I mean between the two of us, we haven't talked about enough about Creeley because I think that. Um, no, I can talk about and really and all. I, and
3: my I, students and I modeled, all love Bob Creeley's poetry, but when but I start talking about him, they get this look like,
2: <laughs> "Oh man, Professor,
3: <laughs> slow down." No, I
2: modeled "Exile Home." I, so yeah, when I was writing yeah, "Exile no, we home, talked about that. Yeah, I, 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 actually like, I loved the beauty of the way his his every poem led to the next poem, to the next poem, to the next poem, and I thought, I want to do that mm-hmm. in a book. Mm-hmm. Like I want to do that, and 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 people have said about about my about my work, they've said they've, they've talked about Williams, they've talked about mm-hmm. Schuyler, mm-hmm. but they've never talked about Creeley, and yet well, I, think that, and I think that Creeley is one, I think he's one of our greatest poets, and absolutely, I don't, and I don't I think that he's agree. talked about like, I love to talk about Kenneth's work, Kenneth
3: Koch, for example.
2: He was my father-in-law, so I will... <laughs> but And he was
3: also my teacher.
2: Both was, of us we, were we, students we saw, of Kenneth's was, when we were in college. Kenneth was in a great college. poet, who also is not I think, talked about Enough. Mm-hmm. Um I think I that in the the, the the climate that says I mean Kenneth was a white straight Jewish <laughs> male. Yeah. Like, like he's just not I mean I think Kenneth was better than like as good or as great as Frank, as good or as great as, oh, as yeah, John, yeah, yeah. as good or as great
0: it was a different different thing different, he was doing, d- but different, yeah, different yeah, thing, but, but, but very Bob very brilliant. Not, Bob is also not talked
2: about enough. And I remember the first time that, that, that I met him, um and I and I was so young and and and, and I said like Hey, I just started reading your work or something like that, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Well, oh, I hope you're enjoying it." <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, yeah. he just, could be. You know, I mean, he could be very. He was a very sweet
2: person. No, he was totally cool. But I was. I was very, just very like, like. I was this like jerk. I was caustic. this young guy, and I and I went up to him and I said, "Hey, you know." But. Like, but, said, but well, why don't we? Better because, late than never. <laughs> yeah, like, like, like what, 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 what Bob did for. I think what he did for language and for line. Mm-hmm. For yeah. language and line. Yeah. And um, is almost greater than. Well, it's as good as Williams. I mean, he's as. He's as he, like, what he does is.
3: I let's mean, take a sec. Yeah, let's
2: take a second. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you no, up. No, Keep no, no. I, 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 it's, it's just, it's just that I, I feel like what, what he was doing. Um, well, it's extraordinary, and it, it's Definitely. extraordinary because, because it's so, it looks so easy. Uh, and then yeah, and yeah. then you it's try it. It's tricky. And you can't even Oh my god, no. it's, it's so it. That's delicate it's like and try it. Yeah, you think that's easy? Try it. <laughs> yeah, try yeah, yeah. try try a five-line poem. Yeah. That 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 gets yeah.
0: everything. Well, I mean, I, I think one of the things I appreciate about Greeley's poetry is I mean, I don't know. And I'm thinking of this for I was I was reading some of my students' poetry and commenting mm. on it earlier mm-hmm, today mm-hmm. and you you get students who they want to have this economy of language, but they don't understand what that means, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. it's it's, there's not much imagery in it, but it's not well chosen or carefully thought out. Where clearly, it's like, sometimes it can feel very stark, but then you start really getting oh into God. the nitty gritty of it. Yeah. It's like, this is so. <laughs> just like
3: everything <laughs> resonates, everything is dancing, everything is moving. It's, it's zen, And right? it's like, it's like like brilliant. It, it, it's, it's, like, it's like, super a, Like, he just
2: does this thing where he goes, where he'll, like, and it's just this thing where he's just having a cup of coffee or something like that. And all of a sudden you realize, wow. I just walked into the most powerful
0: moment. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And, 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 and I think that I, I've spent the last bunch of years mm-hmm. trying to figure out how to accomplish that. To, mm-hmm. We were talking the other day about accelerating in a line,
3: mm-hmm.
2: that Williams does that. Yeah. Well, Creeley knows how to slow the line down. Yes, he That's does. That's the other side. He knows
3: how to slow it down without isolating anything, exactly. without any, letting anything be stranded or isolated and And uh you know, I mean Williams said of Creeley that Creeley had the the subtlest feeling for the measure that Williams encountered, and then Williams added anywhere out anywhere, anywhere outside the verses of Ezra Pound, and coming from Williams, you know that's saying that Creeley had the subtlest feeling for the measure
2: and to say that
3: outside of pound I mean that was an extraordinary thing um and, and, you, I, and, think and, and, and I think Creeley because
2: Creeley was was I, I do think he approaches Williams. I mean, I'm oh,
3: I, I do too, because because there there's such a simplicity and accessibility and openness to so many of his poems. Though, if people know the whole body of work, they're also intensely abstract poems, intensely philosophical poems, large experimental projects, book-length experimental projects, etc. Uh, but because Creeley did write such memorable, you know, quote, simple, end quote, poems, um, I think people uh, sometimes don't take the whole thing, the whole music, the mm-hmm. whole... And one of the things that, you know, um, when uh, Broken World came out, Paul Hoover, um, the editor of the Norton Postmodern, was interviewing me and he said um, something like, you know, uh, your poems are... He said your poems are are shapely and accessible, but also innovative. Right. No, he said your poems are accessible and shapely, but also innovative. How do you manage to be both as a poet? Well, one—I mean—the w- answer is in Creeley. <laughs> I mean, the, the answer—it really—it really, it really is. Really is yeah. uh, you know, it's it's about sort of the you know deep old magic of poetry. And new, sharp, electric awareness of poetry.
2: Talk about the, the, I I really love what you just said when you said deep bold. Can bold. Can we talk about bold for a second? Because I'm, am well. We're getting old, I know. so maybe
3: we should. You know, now that I know so now me, that we're now that I
1: know you're
2: teaching, um, uh, uh, yes, I'm no longer
3: teaching. Ah, yes, you're lucky, lucky. No, I love teaching. I love, I love teaching.
2: Teaching to it, for I do. But I am tired. Tired right now. No, no. But what I love, but what what I love about not teaching is is going back and reading the texts that we read. Like mm-hmm. right, like the mm-hmm. old. Good texts, like I'm, I'm rereading the Odyssey of all things, right? Mm. And, and maybe it's that I'm going to be 61 in a month. And maybe it's that I'm a father of a 25 year old. And maybe it's that, um, my father died last year, but I'm coming to texts that I loved as a younger person and and I'm growing to love them, yeah, even more. We were talking yeah. the well, other day about to the Wallace Wilder translation of of and of the Varez, yes, right? and the Varez, and, and the Donald Rebell's beautiful held translation the "Summer Dawn" in my arms. Like, like even reading the the
3: poets who I've I embraced, I embraced just the "Summer Jay. Dawn." Yeah, no, I'm just thinking of the Verez
2: yeah, yeah, I've I held the Summer Dawn, I've held the Summer yeah. Dawn in my arms. Yeah, yeah. It was, I mean, like, what about those books that that because I still love them, though I'm, I'm different. Like, I love Wordsworth now almost more than I love Keats, though I love Keats so much. I love, like, where, where, where do we come to the new books, like to the old books that are new to us? Wow. Well, it's almost summer.
3: It's almost summer. <laughs> we got just a few weeks now. I mean, it's, it's, I think what, what you said about being able to read in a different way now that you're, you don't have, you're not teaching anymore, I think that's really great. You know, I congratulate you on that.
2: (laughs) That's really lovely. I got lucky.
3: No, it's beautiful. It's good. And, and, um, you know, I, I, have to teach and I love to teach, but it does get, you do get tired by the end of the school year, obviously. And I'm looking forward to having some time in the summer to try to read, you know, kind of in that deep way where you feel like you're sinking to the bottom of the ocean and just being there, you know, and not, not thinking in terms of, um.
2: So who are the poets that you want to go to? that you haven't had a chance to? Well, I, you know,
3: I'll know when I get there. I, okay. I'm always rereading Creeley, um, always. I, I would like to reread Dickinson this summer. I'm always rereading Dickinson, but I would like to do that again in a, in a serious kind of as much as I can kind of way. Um, you know, I would like to uh, – there's this poet. Um, I don't think too many people in the U.S. have heard about him yet. His name is, and I'm going to mispronounce it horribly, so um, people who do know how to pronounce it correctly will have to forgive me, I hope, but uh, Gennady Aigi, um, he was Chubash, oh, my which is, yeah, goodness. you know, and he's got, uh, he, which incredible. is, he's a, yeah, he's a kind of shaman, but not yeah. in a way that I had ever encountered in any kind of writing, uh, or, you know, uh, he, 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 so he wrote in Chuvash. I think I believe the name of the language that he started out writing at is Chuvash. But then he eventually began to write in Russian. Uh, hmm. And the person who I, from the the way I read about it, is the person who got him writing in Russian, who persuaded him to write in Russian, was Boris Pasternak, who huh. I love and I know you love, and we're, yeah. And uh, so I started reading Agi. Hmm. Because of his connection to Pasternak. And there's just, I mean, it's really beautiful. There's, and again, I, I, unfortunately, I can only read, uh, him in, in, in translation. I can How's only, it? Peter France has it's done a great, yes. great okay. translations. Yes, of and, um, I love them. And there's something, um, very magical about Aegi. I mean, a lot of people talk about, you know, and I love, uh, Tomas Shalomun too, you know, the great, yeah, great yeah. Slovenian bard. Uh, and, and, and when people talk about Shalomun, they often talk about, uh, New York School, Ted Berrigan, Frank O'Hara. Um,
2: you know, one of, the, with, one of I, poems is in, uh, Listener in the Snow.
3: I did, you did not remember that. Yeah. I mean, I've read Lessing's yeah. before. I know, did but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But
2: That's that. Was I didn't one remember of my, that. Yeah, of you know, he's
3: under-practicing teaching approach. And and the but the thing about Shalomun is, uh, and I'm saying that wrong too, by the way, for to the no. pronunciation gods. I but That's the, the thing hard about one to pronounce. I
2: have no idea how to pronounce. Yeah, Tomáš. He's, <laughs> he's got he's, got, <laughs> he's, he's a gorgeous. Sorry, he's
3: a, but the thing about him is that you can read him in terms of surrealism. Yeah. And, and I don't mean that as any kind of, like, I'm not trying to put them in a pigeonhole. I mean, I love surrealism. I teach a course on surrealism. Uh, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, I've done it. I've only done it twice, but I'm planning I, I, to I do it again. It, I taught a
2: course on Spanish surrealism. Yeah, that's um, wonderful. For, for a couple of years. and Yeah, well, well and you're I, I, well, I translated Garcia this, Lorca.
3: This guy's the best translator of Lorca that we have right here sitting here. No, there. I'm not. But I'm, well, I'm uh, you know good. who agrees with me about that? John Ashbery. So, there you go. Yeah, John did say you something about that. Were together, and John, yes, and John said that about them. But what I'm trying to say is that gee...
2: That was pretty in, cool. How I slipped that in like that? Yeah, you did. <laughs> that was like, that was, thank you. Like, yeah, John Ashbery said
3: it. <laughs> uh, John Ashbery agreed with me on that point. So yeah, I'm 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 pleased by that. Uh, but the thing about IG is it's not quite surrealism. It's not. It's not. it's I guess it's more like. If Russian futurism were imagined in a shamanic, ritualistic, post-Police-Elan kind of universe...
0: i would check that out. That it's sounds great. really beautiful writing.
3: <laughs> and there's a book, again, I only read it in uh, translation. There's a book translated by Peter France called Child and Rose by Gennady Agui. That, that, and that book really influenced me uh, I first encountered it um, right around the time I got to the Bay Area, actually. And I've reread it a bunch of times since then. And then there were other books by IG. And, in fact, there's a new uh, Selected Poems that came out pretty recently um, with a different translator. Not, and and I, don't, I haven't read that one yet, but I have it. So that's one of my summer projects. See, see how to, that translates. Yeah, is and, to go back yeah, yeah. to Peter
2: France and to read this new Selected A.G. So I want to read a poem. Um, okay. and it's by Joseph Lees. Okay, um, and it's there's so in in his book, The Body Ghost, there's actually two poems called The Body Ghost. Um, three, right? Three, <laughs> and I'm just going to read one of them because it's it moves me a great deal, and it's not too long. Okay, so uh, can I uh, is, uh, sure, is, 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 it, it? Okay, for me to do? that? Yeah, that's beautiful. I'll read something of yours too. You can do that if you want. Thank you. Um, but I just um, so one thing that that whoever's listening. Um, can get to know is that um, Joseph does something I'm like not brave enough to do which is that he sends me <laughs> constant like he'll no, say it's so, Joseph
3: does something that you're not obsessive I'm enough, not to obsessive do, enough
2: <laughs> which is that, that you're like, too he'll healthy send me, he'll, send, to he'll send me um, a version of a poem and then 20 minutes later he'll send me another one sometimes <laughs> a, whole later, like, a whole night might pass <laughs> like it's like I, I might get 45 versions no don't
3: that. even read the first one just read the 10th mm, like, in fact
2: in fact in, in the years before there was the internet, Joseph used to the, write to uh, me what and did say, he, he used to write to me and say, burn uh, that copy <laughs> of, of the poems I sent you, which I, of course I didn't. So I have the Joseph Lee's oh, archive no. in Oaxaca, Wait, Mexico. You, you didn't burn? I, I have, oh, they're oh, in
1: Oaxaca, so don't worry about it. They're, 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 <laughs> they're fur.
2: But, right. but this is, I tore the page, I tore up the page You give me love because you give me love. You give me up because you give me up. The light is real because the light is real. Look, because the real is light. The real is light because the light is real. Any purple day, the world is gone. The world is back. And to your scattered bodies go. Bless anyone. Bless anyone. All night. I was your hair. I'm in love with the poetry of Joseph (laughs) Leith. Thank you so much.
0: I think we also need to say in that, I think that's from part of the section that is like that, if I remember. I really love the amount of space and the way that that's laid out on the page. What
2: Um, what Joseph does with with space. And I I, I mentioned this last night when I, or yesterday when I was reading from the last poems of Mm. Exile Home. I was trying to do something that I thought he was showing me, which was... How to open the space mm-hmm. of the page, and you um, you figured it out, and and you do you do stuff with with the what do we call it justifying or non indentations, indentations margins, which is which for me is is um, less interesting for for my own work, but what I loved that you were doing and that you've done and 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 what I wanted to happen was the openness mm-hmm. of the like like make the page the like the body when you mm-hmm. say the body yeah. ghost i mean like that's such a that's such an important thing like the body ghost like the the the, Thank the, you. the difficulty of of the um the space
1: that mm. we Occupy it, don't occupy, right? Yeah,
2: and you and I have talked about this. I think,
1: yeah, about, oh yeah, like a lot. But Bill has a line in a poem yeah, where, where he he calls it the, lo- the low the ghost, right? Where it's like he plays on that.
2: I,
3: the L O W ghost, yeah yeah yeah. The yeah, 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 yeah. That's from. That's from Finnegan's Wake, I think. <laughs> but, but,
2: Bill, but, but yeah, Bill rips off. Yeah, no, well, Bill we, rips I'm off. not the yeah, only one who steals I mean, this, is, this is Bill Lavender we're talking oh, about. Oh, care, careful, uh, careful. Yeah, we love
3: <laughs> no, the poetry of Bill bad. Lavender. Listen, and hey, he, I, no, but that's the thing. Like, in the polyvocality uh, panel, that you know, Laura Mullen was talking about, the idea of, you know, it being a common treasury for everyone to share, you know? Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. if Bill is riffing on Joyce, I mean, fantastic. Sure, that's sure. just, you know, Bill has the. Strength
2: to do
1: that. Bill no, does yeah. that with Lorca too. He 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 takes. He did the homophonic translation. Yeah, of the, of which is an incredible. Have you, is. Have, you, just,
2: have, you, have you seen? No, Bill's, I, have, no I haven't. Yeah, yet. you have to look at this. It's 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 incredible. He just he just blazes. Bill is another poet. Fearless. Bill is another Fearless. poet. Is another poet that no one talks about, but 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 should be talked
1: about. Bill Lavender. He 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 uh, he he gives he uh, he takes permission and gives permit he he. He just blazes into certain territories that other people wouldn't thought, wouldn't think of it. I, I think it be, I, you know, I think it's because of his, pe- his sort of punk rock, uh, leanings. Oh, he's yeah. such a, it's part punk, of it. It's he's part such of it. A punk he, rocker. That he can dig you know? in and just go for it and, yeah. and, and, and be yeah. unforgiving and, you know, this is what I'm doing and this is how it works. Yeah. But I don't think he's, I don't think he's afraid of criticism or critique and, and all that, you know, cause I think that that's allowed him to elevate his, uh, uh, own personal develop, per, chosen personal development, sort of of his, you know, poetic and scholastic philosophies. He's he's really has a yeah. disparate philosophies that have really come together. That's what makes Bill Bill. He has these, you know,
2: any anybody who who, who knows him mm-hmm. knows that not only is he like an important poet, but he's also an important human being. Right? I mean, let's say that. Can we say that?
0: You I just that. did. I, you you just said, said it. it I,
2: so so it seems okay, to create something.
3: Okay. <laughs> uh, um, well, I was just going to say, you know, in terms of space, um, you know, I, I'm interested in, like a lot of people, I'm interested in the page as a score for voice, you know, and the sense of the music being like embodied that. and enacted in, uh, you know, in the in the form, the spatial form of the poem, as that you know, poems have. They exist in space and they exist in time, you know. And so the mystery is the is the relationship between those things, you know. Uh, read, um, read,
2: read, read some of because because how about if I read
3: um, the um, uh, since you read one of the body ghost poems, yeah. how about if I read the other two?
2: Read the other two, that'd yeah, be great. Yeah.
3: Okay, um, and so you know for. For those of you who are listening on radio, podcast, and are not on the television broadcast... Oh, wait, what? Okay. (laughs) No, so in other words, so this poem that I'm about to read starts with a prose block. Then the second page is a very distilled single page, four lines. Uh, Then there's a a three-line prose block. Then a longer but still very distilled... Uh, lyric then another prose block and then uh the last one is 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 all verse um it's about uh one two three four five pages but it goes by very quickly so the body ghost sorry turning pages (laughs) <laughs> forgetting in the, the book. The body ghost. Yeah, I got it. Uh, property is death. They had a body crammed in a mailbox, and it was just a blue suit with bones sticking out. And fathers lost in blowing snow, and mothers drift in blowing leaves, and all the lies in any town. Work was my salvation. He said, "Work was always my salvation." Branches, you joy can scream ice and the river the desire to be normal is healthy no it isn't can you imagine the death of the wind can you remember the ghost of that voice your kisses your sky your darkness your sky lavender sky sky like whiskey the way the way we live in bodies lavender sky sky like whiskey and to your scattered bodies go your dream inside your face your night inside your morning I'll try to glint like birds behind the rain. That's so good. (laughs) And then the this is also called The Body Ghost. Someone scatters someone's body. Ashes, ashes, let's fall down. Just some hours and just some clown. Now you eat your spider web. Now you dance inside your bed. Go and go and go ahead. And may the wind that killed you slide you home. So those
2: are those are. How did three. you do that? I just don't know how you did that. Aw, shucks. No, I mean, I'm, 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 always envious of Joseph's poetry because no, because no. it. No, I, mean, I am. No, I, in a good way. It, it 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 makes me think harder about um, what to do next.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And um, well, that's mutual. I,
2: and and when, when when but when you do those things, when you do those slips right mm-hmm. they're like almost zen like right um you just f- have figured out ways i mean sometimes you you'll use words that i'll be like i'll be like no i am not going there, and then, two days later, I'm thinking, I have to use that word <laughs> did he really use did the he word really anti disestablishment no you, <laughs> no sometimes like you, i don't know um I'm going to read a little tiny bit.
3: I could, you know, could I, you, I'd be
2: thrilled to. But you should read. No, I'm, you read first. Well, I'll, uh, okay. You read whatever you want.
3: So I thought I would go to some of those history.
2: Oh, the last poems. Yeah, some of, of those. Uh, Which you inspired, because well, I, I just... The, the, I just the, love them, that's all. So Joseph, like, well, he's, he's, he's paging through now, uh, so I'll just say, he will um tell me poems not to put in my books. Um He's done this now for only because four I am books. asked because because I am I, I give no oh, I that's a, great in fact in, yeah. fact, in fact in fact he resisted on on I exile really tried home not to he because I he said it. I'm not doing this and I and I said you have to because no one I mean Pablo read and was very had had some things and John Yarmus was mm-hmm. very flexible and Catherine was. Very critical as mm. always, kind Cook, mm-hmm. my wife, mm-hmm. um, and Joseph was like, "I don't have time. I'm very busy. Um, I just didn't. I didn't and, and, want the responsibility, and actually. he didn't, <laughs> didn't want it to happen. And and so then I got this marked up, emailed copy of the book, well, which was gorgeous. He no, 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 no. me over and over again. Yeah, I know. I insisted because I knew that if I didn't have Joseph, Joseph's voice in the book. It wouldn't be the right book. It wouldn't. I needed, um, I needed to hear what he had to say, and for the most part, he was totally right. I mean, everything was exactly where. And and the the, the gift that I have in having, I have to say, in having great readers. I have, I have great readers. You have, I have a number. I have of Joseph. Great no, I have, I have, I have Joseph. I have Pablo Medina. Um, I have John Yamras... I have Catherine Koch. And for this book, I had Marshall um, Moline, my former research assistant. And um, I just wanted to know what they were thinking. But John was like, do whatever you want. It's it's so great. Pablo had very specific. But without Joseph to say yes or no, I, I took out probably 10 poems that you said, don't do this. You thought they would be plus.
3: Well, I my memory is that there were some that I, I didn't even think they would be plus. I just thought they should be in a different manuscript. right? In a different book, you know. You know. So then, and I was I was sincere about that. Can I? May I? Read yeah, some please. Of these? <laughs> I, I, I'd be interested in hearing it.
1: I've so never heard my own.
3: You've work. never heard your own. Work. Or well, these you ones. you read these at the festival very very well. So I'll just do my I'll do my best. But a history of rivers. So. Let me do that again. A history of rivers is carried along far, farther beyond the horizons from source to destination. Is love, then they break, then they bend along. A history of wind. We rode the roads, the car top down with funny rock and roll for a dancing car. Come on and play, you old so-and-so, you old happiness. Come on and play. We're the never-tired boys and girls. A history of snow. Once upon a time, a dream of barking dogs. Apollo barked, cannonball barked. <laughs> the living meet the dead. Name silence. Once upon a time, the porch doors opened. filled the bedroom, filled the bedroom with light. Snow was a memory of cold far away. A name.
2: Beautiful. So you, so, so, in the first poem, where the is starts the line, you taught me that I could do that. Oh, I learned how to do that from okay, you. okay, right. is that all right? that's
0: fine Just I say think it. in in two of those, Mark did exactly what you're talking about, using some of those words that people say you can't use, but but shifting but how they're used new. in the yeah. in the poem, like yeah. the you know. You old so-and-so, you old old happiness. You know, that happiness thing is something like you wouldn't... I mean, that's not how you normally use that, Yes, (laughs) right. That's
2: right. That's right. I think that one of the things that over time, um, and this may be what happens when we get to be poets for a long time, is we get to sort of throw away all the things that people say you can't do. Yeah, yeah. Like... um, we don't I or maybe I, not all of them. No, no, but you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yes, like of all of a sudden I know what you mean. like all of a sudden like I remember um so many rules that so or, many rules. Or, or, or or things we were told, or we thought well, were yeah. we were being told. I remember David Shapiro um once
3: another s- great great poet. One of greatest Shapiro.
2: poets. Um and our our teacher. Another teacher, yeah. One of our, our great re- No, yeah. I think that if, if there's ever someone for me, who was a great teacher, it was David Shapiro more than an, even more than Kenneth, more than anyone. I mean, David just because uh, he took because he because David took pride in 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 the young poets as opposed to anything else. Um, but but what I was going to say is that that I think that being an older poet. Which we are, now, suddenly. How did that happen? <laughs> uh-huh. um, we are, we are of the, we are, and, and, but all of a sudden, like, I don't worry anymore. I don't know. You oh, I worry. This? I don't, but I don't worry anymore about it. <laughs> I still worry. But I don't worry anymore about the.
3: No, I know what you mean. The stuff. Like, a, I just. There's like, a kind like of the, freedom.
2: Yeah. Like, the, I could just. Yeah, like Like, I'm course. just going to write this up. And I think, I mean, Kenneth taught. Mean that that we could do that because mm-hmm. Kenneth's best work was his later work. Yeah, Ken, Creeley's best work is his later work. I think that's true. I mean, I think that um, Williams's later like all these poets. There's who, there are all the poets so we're
3: speaking of wrote great late poetry. Yeah. Know? So did Stevens. So did Yeats. Stevens, did, you know, Yeats. I mean, I know. It's the myth of that the poet burns out, you know, and does all their best work at you know whatever about the, the time ones, they're thirty and, great. and
0: yeah, it's... But but it's, don't you think that's because all those cases, people you're mentioning, the reason that they still well, they got great, to they lived they, a long they time. they lived a long time, but they also didn't stay stuck in one thing. They tried yes, a bunch of different. Yes,
3: stuff. Yes, that's and if true. You're
0: doing that, you keep
3: you keep changing and yeah. growing. And but Alan yeah. didn't get
2: better. I, mean, I want to say because yeah, no, I, I loved Alan yeah. a, a lot, and he was and he, I was I was close. He did not get better. I mean, he kept writing, but he didn't.
3: I d- I don't think anybody would argue with that. I've right. never heard anyone argue.
2: I'll tell you the best Alan story. Do, do you know the story? No, about, probably. Not. About?
3: So, I really didn't know Alan. <laughs> you knew Alan. I, I know. I met so, him, so, so know, like,
2: when I, when my son was like knee high to a grasshopper, he um, Alan died, and and there was Alan's photo on the front page of the New York Times. And Jesse had my son had met Alan briefly, like he had moved, and um, and I had to explain death. <laughs> <laughs> oh great! <laughs> and but but Jesse said what everyone was thinking, which was he said, "Well, I'm sorry, I won't get to see him again." Yeah, and it was like, right, that's yeah. how I'm feeling right now because I had that's never what you wanted you wanted because to I had see never Alan. Lived, again. I had never yeah. lived in a as a poet. I had never lived in a world where there was no Allen Ginsberg, and Alan was our for good or for bad. He was he was the poet that sort of like created a frame of poetry whether we want to be inside or or
3: outside i I really love his best work but that was as i was trying to say that was different for me for that may be how you came to it i came to him later for me the frame was you know surrealism and right to some extent you know did you
2: come to the new york school before alan before the yes You yeah. did?
3: Well, I was in high school, you know, and my I had this very precocious friend named Jonathan Hammer, who's a Long wonderful artist. <laughs> it was also called that, who's a wonderful artist, and uh, we were growing up together in Evanston, Illinois, back in the day, and um, we were 15, and we were even more unbearable than I was when Mark <laughs> met me at 18. Uh, you were never unbearable. Jonathan gave me amazing permission. Uh so one of the things he said was and I could talk about him uh for a while. But um How's he doing? I you know, we're not I'm you're not okay. As far as I know, he's doing really well. You can look him up. He's a you know, he's he's he lives in Barcelona, I believe. Uh he um is is Jonathan Hammer. He's a visual artist, really, really good. Um and uh he but when we were both in high school, he said um about the beats the Surrealist did it all first and better. And because I was and we read Rambeau together and that was like Rambeau was the first surrealist. And um, you know, uh <laughs> well, or he was the first language poet. He, he was also the he was part. definitely the first language. Yeah. He was also the first beat. But, definitely. you know, um it was only later, it was only when I was in my mid 30s that I began to read Alan I, and, and really just drink the humor in it and the self consciousness, the. Yeah, that's the best part. The, 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 yes, <laughs> it is. And really drink in that sense of, you know, a sort of witty argument going on with his own poem and his own mind and his own, you know, and, and that became really important to me. And I really, you know, I will, I mean, I don't know why we have to get into a, like, later, or you know, thing. But for me, if you just took Allen Ginsberg, if you just took... There's three great City Lights books, not necessarily the first three, but if you took, if you took Howell and other poems, Kaddish Kaddish and other poems, poems, and The Fall of America, that for me, and you put them together and they're like that thick, that's like such a great collected poem. Yeah, can can you believe, I mean, I mean, I I would, I would, like, I would love to have, like had that, like in my well, I mean, it's just, it's just so. As, so and, and
2: what David would say, as good as it gets, right? Yeah,
3: and so once you've done those things, it doesn't, you know, it's not an issue of like, did he ever write some, you know, bad poems or something? It doesn't. It's well, not it's also an issue. Okay it's not, not an issue of that. Yes,
2: it is. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> not, like, nobody. In fact, Roger Roger <laughs> Cameron was saying to me, he said, he said David wrote that, no, no, rather, Alan? Um, Alan wrote that, wrote that in he was he was mimicking the the um the rhythms the beats of of uh, the mourners' cottage. Kind of he's mm. got all these mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, yeah yeah he, yeah and that Alan allen was so much smarter about poetry oh yeah well than yeah. Anyone
3: no he was he day. was a learned he was treated, poet he was and as a, someone like he john hollander and we should not speak ill of the dead but you know, no. John Hollander wrote the Know Nothing Poets, you know, and talking about oh, beats. Awesome. And, you know, Allen was a much more learned poet than John Hollander, though John Hollander was famous for being learned. Um, no, were,
2: no, there no, were. There was something I was going to try to
3: say about Ginsburg, but it's. I'm sorry, it's. I can't.
2: No, but. You know, but. But Alan was, was. I think he was. Um, it's funny, it's, I think we, it's we, earthy, we don't we don't we don't it's give him.
3: not adolescent. That's the crazy thing. Even when he's being flat out, just so openly gloriously adolescent, yeah. it's not that adolescent. But there's this yeah.
0: uh, he's a victim of the mythology. Yes, of, he is a victim yeah. of his and own like, success we, and his we own. We did mythology. an episode on revision and he featured he revi- heavily in it. He Even he revised, though people have this mythology. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. People have this mythology of not revising. He, but he was an adamant. He, he taught revision. The worst he thing, told, the worst things, you know, not. Yeah. First,
2: first, yeah. first thought, best thought. First thought, best He said that and he's like. Or not. But you he know, never. He occasionally. If you look at, if you look at um, uh, uh, America and you look at it. Where at the end it says you know 1958 to 1959, like he 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 worked on it for two years. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, there's (laughs) a lot of revision in his his best work. We write so hard, and but Alan did get caught up in his own. I don't want to go too far in that direction. Let's should we read a few more poems and then?
0: Yeah, yeah. uh, I know we could go forever, but we were getting like enough. There's a real special. No, you can't say there's a real special. (laughs) You know.
1: I, I, I read, I read through Ginsburg too, and then I get, you know, I got like that love affair where you're just like, okay, I want to read everything I can find, and you get your hands on everything, and, and then I discovered a real special book that I think is like the top of the arc. It's the Indian, I was, I the Indian journal. I was—I knew you were, were going to say that. Yeah, is incredible. It's the top of the arc, is it not? Yeah, it's and the his, top his of the arc. Of, it's, is, like the, yeah. it's the he allowed himself to enter the full form. Yeah, and, he, and, and with no holds barred. Yeah, and then that's it's, interesting and that's that you say those, that. Yeah, that was the. It's great. Jim, those are
3: it's great. incredible. Yeah, right. And I—it's like the way he was able to see in those journals. It's really different than what had come before it in his work um yeah it's great it's we were really sitting at a,
2: at a at a thing um alan and me and and he turned to me and he said give me your pen it's like what give me your pen He said why alan he said because i have to write <laughs> something down and said, <laughs> <and> i was <laughs> like all right here's my pen here, and, alan, he, here and he was writing pen. and he turned and handed it back to me and thought, are you sure you're done? Like, like, or what should I do with this pen now? Yes. <laughs> like, like,
3: mail like, it to the Smithsonian. <laughs> Yeah,
2: Exactly. I didn't know what to do. Joseph, let's. Um, <clears throat> uh,
3: what do you want to read? I would like to read "Rent is Theft."
0: Rent is oh, theft. Good. Is I, I like, the like that part a lot.
3: Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, in terms of like we were talking about, sort of, you know, how how a poem can be quote political end quote, or just ethical, we could say, and and still be, you know, weird and imaginative and, you know, funny and sad and, you know, and not just be like... One of the things about... Um, and I found this in Ginsburg, by the way, too, in places. Uh, I, when, I, when I write a poem like Rent is Theft, um, I really want the speaker in the poem to be part of the problem so you know it's not like holier than thou like let me tell you people how we should all and and so i want the speaker to be part of the problem so that hopefully the speaker can become and we can become part of the solution you know and i should say speakers because i'm i do think there are multiple voices in this poem but they're all they're all part of the problem, uh, and they're, and they're all hoping they're all some of them at least are maybe sort of on the way to becoming part of the solution. I hope. So anyway, rent is theft. So uh, it's a sequence, uh, and it's it, so there are a number of individual small poems within the large poem, and each of the poems has the title "Rent is Theft." So the title becomes a refrain. Um, so. man. Here we go. Here we go. Rent is theft. Rent is theft. This sky is your sky. This sky is my sky. Dear God, let there be gas. Let there be cash and soft voices. Rent is theft. Hide me among the graves, the city, the wind, the banks. You just want to die. I mean, capitalism just wants to kill you. I mean, you just want and you just want. Rent is theft. We made this sky of drones to eat your voice. The sky is money. Privatize the sky. Your ocean dies and Google buys the sun inside your name. Rent is theft. They had a body crammed in a mailbox and it was just a blue suit with bones sticking out. Rent is theft. You didn't. You did. Just keep shopping. Eyes was eye. Dawn breaking. Earth breathing. Just say missiles. Just say drones. Frack, baby, frack. My eyes are made of cash and going broke. Rent is theft. We never drove the blue car through the stars. We always drove the blue car through the stars. We never guessed the dream we never guessed. We always guessed the dream we always guessed. Today we fight like gods. Today we fight for gods. How much is that ahi in the window? Here you are. Here we are. No mercy. No future. Lots and lots of turkey sausage. Death tangles. Death shakes. Death breakfast served all night. Death tangles. Death shakes. Death flavored ice cream. Death berry gum. Rent is theft. So run around like daydreams, tear up maps. Democracy is anybody's eyes. Feel like you might have, might have killed someone. Rent is theft. You didn't, you did. Just keep shopping and promise me the rich can't sleep. And promise me the rich can't sleep. Rent is theft. Please, please, please be ironic. We left our freedom in American mouths. We broke our freedom in American words. You run around like daydreams, tear up maps. Democracy is anybody's eyes. Rent is theft. We left our freedom in American mouths. We broke our freedom in American words. Tell me, will I spark in this light, expensive light? Did you pray, did you beg for days like these? Rent is theft. Wake up, you're not the truth. And, 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 I, 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 I might have killed someone. You didn't, you did. Eyes was I, rent is theft. Just keep shopping. I could have been 100 years of war. I could have been 100 years of peace. Frack, baby, frack. My eyes are made of cash and going broke. (sighs)
2: Incredible.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> okay. I almost don't want to read. You should read. I'm gonna read, but Good. I, I feel like, like it's, it's But I like what you said about about that in the beginning too, and that's part of what I like so much about that because it is political, but it's like the it sees the beauty and the ugly parts of it too, and that's I think necessary when you're gonna write something like that because if you if it doesn't. You know, like you're saying, I mean, yeah, sure, it would come up preachy or something, but it also is just like things are complicated. Things Even the are things complicated. Things you dis- dislike yeah. or the things you don't. And if anything is going to reflect that poetry does, and you right. definitely did yeah. in those poems. Like, it's. it's Thank it, you. Yeah. What's
2: stunning to me inside those poems, too, is that. Um, Joseph is giving us like the space to to breathe, yeah. And, and at the same time, he's also saying, "Pay attention to the air." Right? Mm-hmm. You're saying, like, pay attention to what's going on right now. Yeah. You know, and I think that um, that's why it's a political poetry, but it's also timeless because it's it's saying here and but it's forever. It's it's that's just what we're gonna do. Thank
3: you. Thank you. I mean, uh, I think one of the dreams that we had a poetry one back in... The day. See, I shouldn't... I shouldn't... No, but I mean, it's like we, I read my poem. You guys are being so sweet no, but, but about but it. You folks are being so sweet. This, these
2: guys are giving us the th- 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 we, we, we don't get to
3: do. There was a sense that we got, both of us, from david shapiro and kenneth coke and me later well you later too in different ways from creely very much for the the sense that a poem can enact and embody what it what it really feels like to to be have a body and a and a and a mind and sure a soul and be in motion and not be certain and be in process and transforming yourself and weaving and unweaving yourself and all of those things. Uh, I think that, you know, people forget that they don't always forget, thank God, but sometimes people forget that that's what poems can do and that the kind of awareness that that those aspects of poetry can give us are, are, are very important and very life-affirming, you know?
2: We were given a great gift. I think. We had some of the best teachers. We don't want to sound
3: smug or anything. We had some
2: of the best teachers. had Lots of people have
3: been given these gifts in I know, different we ways. That. We I had great it. teachers, but, but they we weren't were, better than your but, teachers, or but, you know, but, but, what, they weren't but the worse than they weren't the other better. Side of it
2: was that we also um, had each other. We did. In that we had community. Community. And there yeah. was a good friendship. There if, were a few others around. Yeah, that, and then we did that. So I think that was a really important part of us
3: sure absolutely i
2: I think that that we should not um I'm just saying that when we were starting that.
3: out, we had this like dream of you know well, we did
2: the whole or well, you at arrived least, at you Columbia with your big bold, but, i mean we had the poem. we had this dream
3: of what a poem could do, and it wasn't just like you know get in the new yorker
2: yeah it was yeah. it
3: was much more than that no, you mean, know it was it was, it was about it you know what it really feels off. like to, you know, to, to enact what it really feels like, you
2: know? I think that um, the best thing that, that poetry has done for me, I'll say this, is that um, you and I are sitting here right now, and doing this—that's what poetry sounds for me, more than anything. Else. Well, every
3: present, every new,
2: every—but but the fact that we get to do this together, yeah. to, the fact that we get to. Okay, I'm going to read a <laughs> tiny poem. A tiny poem from. Um, it's called "Leaf to Leaf." Over the years, things happen. <laughs> See, like, wait, now I'm doing this. "Leaf to Leaf." Over the years, things happen, and over this past year. We changed a universe. We changed. We left Brooklyn. We arrived Oaxaca and later then San Pedro de It isn't the same sky or sun. It isn't the same language. Every day, new words which is, new ideas which is, new meaning which is, new world which means, usually pleasantly and not unfamiliar. Some mornings, the way the clouds drift with the mountains, remembering six months of dry season almost, no clouds at all. So the clouds are part of the mountains, are as the mountains, are as are of as sky is sky. So the unfamiliar becomes familiar, normal. The unfamiliar is so normal in a dream, so normal for nothing to make sense. So in strangers, you relax, you sleep. I love <laughs> that. Joes, thank you. Oh
0: yeah. Thank you all so you much you for on. coming on and whew.
2: Thank you both so much. Thank you. Yeah, I didn't do it. I wasn't. I was just supposed to sit. Like, <laughs> oh,
0: we knew you weren't going to just sit. Gonna... Thank you for being with me here. And thank you, folks,
3: so much. It was so really great to meet you, you yeah. both, you guys.
0: Yeah. I, I'm just so glad you did. You, you're here. Oh,
2: um, I've, been to be to be get, I've been trying to get. I've been trying to get Bill to bring Joseph here for three years, and the festival it was wonderful. Well,
3: I'm gonna. I'm going to be reading at uh, Louisiana State University tomorrow uh, for my dear friend, uh, the poet Laura Mullen. It's an great, great poem. poet, great poet. Yes. And uh, but it was also a great joy to read at the NOLA Poetry Festival, and Bill Lavender and Megan Burns do an amazing job. And I'm really hoping that someday I can get back to the festival again. It's an amazing uh, community.
0: Well, we sure hope you come back again for it. And Thank you. Thank you all so much for joining us today. And we're going to put links to both of y'all's books up on the show notes. So if you liked what you heard today, follow the link, go buy their books. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much.
3: Thank you very much.